0: I'll give you the boring take on it now. What? (laughs) Dice Envy. Check out our show notes for a link to Dice Envy. If you buy dice through our special link, we will get a small part of the proceeds from that sale. The dice won't cost you any more, but we will get a small part of what you pay for that. And we'll use that to help improve the show. Battle Bards, we have... Special sounds that we use through BattleBards. Check them out at BattleBards.com. If you sign up for a Prime subscription using our special code of STACK, you'll get a 20% discount, and that gives you access to streaming sounds and tools that you can use to put together soundboards for your games. Check them out BattleBards.com. You can contact us on Twitter and Instagram at stackadice. Email stack.o.dice at gmail.com. Our wiki is vardalon.fandom.com. I didn't really talk about it a whole lot last episode, but just wanted to mention Rob Irvin of Rob Irvin Voiceovers. Check him out at robirvinvoiceovers.com. If you have a need for punching up your podcast, you want a professional voice to do an intro for you or, or add any oomph to your presentation, check him out. He does great work, Rob Irvin Voiceovers. And we'll add his information to our show notes. Also, if you'd be so kind as to take a moment to rate and review us, That'll really help us out with visibility and help others to find the show. The question I would like to pose to each of the players this evening is, what name would you like to give to your primary weapon? So think about what weapon you use the most and give it a name. So many weapons throughout uh, mythology and uh, legend have names to them. And there's just something neat about having a fitting name for your weapon, so I thought it'd be fun to try and... Thunderstrike! Th- there's that, that's a possibility. So think about it for a moment. First of all, Womberbash, what do you consider your primary weapon?
1: At this point, it would be the panabus. Okay,
0: because you don't really use it all that often.
1: Yeah, but, but I don't... Yeah, I think that's the one I use...
0: Of your weapons, of yeah. Of my weapons, I, I agree. Yeah. Give it a moment, and then through the magic of editing, we will be back in a moment. So here we are. 15 minutes
1: later. Oh, got it. Okay. Cleveland Oak.
2: Cleveland.
1: Cleveland. <laughs> yes, yes. I've named my axe Cleveland. No, actually, that's what you'll
0: say as you attack. Welcome to Cleveland. <laughs> yes,
1: baby. Home of the rock and roll of. Never mind. <laughs> Homer okay. rock and roll in your head all over us. <laughs>
3: All
0: right, you ready? Then can you share your weapon name? Thunderstrike. Thunderstrike, okay. Uh, any reason? I, I think I know why, but
1: Thunder Smite.
0: All right. Thunderstrike. Michael.
1: The name of my Panabus is Bam Bam, aka Baby Boom, aka BB, aka Butt Bomb. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's a long name. <laughs>
1: it's BB for short. <laughs> I forgot
2: what mine is.
3: It's Cleveland.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs>
2: Thanks, Cleveland. <we're> <laughs> Good eye.
0: Okay. And Meredith.
3: Uh
4: <laughs> you top this, please. Oh goodness.
2: My great axe is called Oakfell, and it's a reference to my, uh, my Mighty Warrior chant.
0: Nice. So maybe, uh, maybe that'll play into your weapon's history, because as you wield these and you become more and more famous in the world, people are going to start taking notice, and, you know, maybe... Yeah, uh...
2: <laughs> eventually people will start noticing we're doing something <laughs> in this world.
1: No, but what I was going to say. The Mighty Tira with her axe called Oakfell, and then we have... Same with his Thane. thunder i'm sorry we, peter. they're the same person uh, yeah, basically. we have peter with Thunderstrike, and then there was the venerable womber Bash with butt bomb
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah so uh you know each fight you get into every adventure you find yourselves making it through successfully your reputation is building And everything about you, even your very gear, is becoming a part of your story. And so it's just kind of neat to think about that aspect of your character's development. And we'll see if any of that plays into what happens next. Follow a band of intrepid friends as they seek to understand the world changing around them, and as they work together to face a growing evil. Enter a world of adventure and mystery in Bardalon. Hello, stackers. Thank you for joining us again for the next episode in our 5th edition Dungeons & Dragons adventure. I'm Rhett, the DM, and with me is...
2: Meredith as Tier Iron Stag.
1: Michael as Womber Bash Benson Mom. Fane as Peter Greyhawk.
0: Last time, the party found a bunch of treasure after defeating a giant ape. And as they gathered that up, they made their way out of the crater and had just enough time to settle down by a warm dry campfire on the edge of the jungle still nighttime and they are about ready to break from their camp and make their way northwards to the ocean who's ready to tell a story me me Me. i don't think i asked that last time you You
2: haven't asked it in several episodes
0: (laughs) all right you are at the edge of the jungle it is one o'clock in the morning and i guess now it's about two two in the morning Tira, based on what you saw previously from the edge, from the rim of the canyon, your estimate is maybe three, maybe four hours of steady pushing through all that foliage to get to the north shore. Do
1: hmm. you want to rest here until morning or do you want to continue on now?
0: Like I said, you're still keyed up from all the activity, mm-hmm. so I'm not going to let you take a long rest. We're going to rest. go ahead and go right We're now. We're going to go on. <laughs> <laughs> um, Something is driving me onward.
2: Yeah. I don't know. I feel. I feel like I ought to go first, but I think his panabus would be better for cutting through dense jungle stuff. Right? Yeah. Your, tree, yes.
4: your, your axe is only good for cutting down oaks. We can't do. <laughs> we can't do anything against these spruce
0: trees. <laughs> well,
2: it's just a little unwieldy. <laughs> little Minecraft. <laughs> it's, it's a little unwieldy for whacking back and forth with vines. That's and true. Stuff. You
0: need some real wind up with that, as opposed to your panabus bash, which yeah. uh,
1: historically that's that's where that. That yeah. weapon came from was a machete turned into it with a long right, right, right.
2: All right. Bash, why don't you take the lead here? Okay. Um, I'm gonna
1: I'm gonna um I'm gonna um spend um two side points for um
2: Perfect senses.
1: No, uh, strength here. I'm looking for it. How come I can't find it? Brute strength? Or what was it? Uh, also Womber
0: Bash, your wings have uh, yes. Why don't you describe what happens when that spell wears off? They Do actually they just dry up and fall
1: off? That, that's, no, no, what I, that,
0: no, no. that's I was seriously thinking <laughs> that direction. Uh, that they just kind of wither and fall off, and you just have these two nubs. Yeah. <laughs> two cracks. Little scabby things on the yeah. ground. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um. Yeah. No. Yeah. Actually, in this particular case, uh, obviously, if I transform into other animals that don't have extra appendages, uh, I just kind of like crack bone crack back into my old form and in this particular case the wings sort of do just dry up and fall off and eventually the nubs sort of just go away within the next couple minutes or so mm. sounds good all right i'm gonna use um yes yeah, th- uh, yeah two side points for feet of strength so i'm gonna have a little bit more oomph behind my uh chopping okay and i'm going to use my panabas and lead and start chopping away all right
0: Wombrabash just wades into the foliage and starts whacking left and right and it's almost like a, a manic flurry of activity as he's doing that. You see shreds of plants flying every direction. Why do I hear a lawn <laughs> <laughs> After a while you get into the rhythm of it and your, your exertions are a little more controlled, Bash. And the others, you're, you're finding it somewhat easy to follow behind him. Tira, I'm assuming that you're right behind him.
2: Yeah, I mean, obviously, it's just a couple of feet back. I don't want to get caught in the swing, but yeah.
0: Yeah, but mainly the concern is you have dark vision. He does right. not. And right. so um, you're kind of guiding him, saying, be, oh, it's about to drop here. Maybe
2: behind and, you know, kind of diagonally behind him. Not directly behind him. Like, I want to be able to see, yeah. but just out of the range of his swinging.
0: Yeah. Bash every now and then as you're swinging, you can hear uh, creatures scurrying away from you, but again, nothing seems to be uh, keen to get in range of your blade. Peter, what are you doing while this is going on?
4: I guess I'm falling behind. Uh, behind, sorry, that was weird. Behind. 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 Okay, that hurt. Um, but yeah, I'm falling behind, kind of keeping an eye on our on our backs.
0: Um, I'll say that. It's almost useless for you to do that. Uh, it is so dark under here. There, there's very little light that gets through even during the day. But Is here... anyone
2: going to light a torch even? Nah. <laughs> no? Okay. <laughs> We're just relying on my dark vision.
0: <laughs> yep. Uh, yeah, so that <laughs> slows things down Corporate a bit. trust exercise. <laughs> 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 it's about five hours of Tira guiding and Womberbash just bone-weary now from all the exertion. <laughs> When at last you emerge from the jungle and onto a pristine white shore, just as a blush of pink paints across the eastern sky. Already the dark trees behind you are stirring with life, and here and there brightly colored birds wing swiftly about. Waves splash quietly onto the smooth sand. Here there is a feeling of tranquility that you have not felt for a long, long time. There is no sign of civilization, no sign of sentient life, all is still except for the mesmerizing ebb and flow of the warm water.
4: All right, guys. Where's our boat?
2: How are we going to get across here? Um, what, what do we have to work with? I'm looking around. All right. Uh, so I'm going to look up and down the beach uh, for materials or in the vain hope maybe of seeing an actual abandoned craft of some kind.
0: There's a little bit of driftwood here and there, and it shows up especially clearly in this low light because against the white sand, it's just a blob of black.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: And for you, Tira, with your dark vision, of course, it's no issue. Yeah,
2: yeah. I don't know if a handful of driftwood is going to be the most efficient way to get us across this ocean. I think
1: we have to fell some trees, and I think we have to build a a raft.
2: I I think that would be better than trying to use these scraps.
1: All right, so um, I think... Tira, if you, can, if you can chop down some trees, uh, Peter and I will, will um, gather vines because yeah. we're going to have to braid okay. and make some, some rope.
4: Ooh, braiding, my favorite thing to do.
0: Okay, uh, Womberbash and Peter, why don't you give me investigation checks? Tira, I need you to give me a
1: strength yes. check. <laughs> Uh, 18
2: plus...
1: I have a mod 20. 22. Okay. My 20. There's the roll. <laughs> yeah, no,
2: I'm, I'm switching, just so you guys know, I have this game and the, and last week as well, I switched to my acrylic die because my red metal dice have been doing me dirty for some reason, <laughs> <laughs> and it's going a little better, so these are going to be the ones for the short term anyway.
0: Peter, what did you roll? I rolled Total. a, uh, 15. Okay. The two of you wander along the, uh, the fringes of the jungle along the shore, and you're finding plenty of vines hanging down. You're able to gather those. Tira, in the background, you can hear a Tira swinging her axe, the solid thwack of the axe hitting wood. Tira, it feels good. Yes. It feels honest. It feels almost like a release from all the yeah. stuff you've been going mm-hmm. through. Yes, plant life massacre. And after, let's say, ten minutes of steady chopping... There's a cracking sound, and the tree topples forward onto the beach, and it just kind of hits and rolls just a little bit to the side. Mm-hmm.
1: How, how tall was that tree, by the way?
2: I probably need to do a couple, right?
0: Oh, at, at least. least. Uh, it's, I'm going to say it's a 20-foot tall tree. Okay. And, I'm going to
2: do two or three like that anyway.
0: Okay. You move on to the next one. Give me another strength roll. Uh, 20. And, a, and another one.
2: One. I rolled, a, I rolled a one, so is that a bad thing?
0: You break your axe. <gasps> you have blisters on your hands. And uh, so basically you're... Just
2: those two trees. You
0: got two trees, yeah. both about 20 feet tall. And um, I'll say diameter, maybe three feet. Oof. They're pretty sizable yeah. trunks. Yeah. Uh, of course, you have all the foliage at the top. Yeah,
2: they're gonna, and they're going to taper. Right. I'm sorry. I couldn't, I couldn't do any more than these. I'm still kind of... My hands are killing me. After all that, I, I th- apologize. I'm sorry, you guys. Uh,
4: Peter shakes his head, disappointedly and sadly.
1: hmm I'm going to... Um, you have plenty of vines to work with, Womber, Bash, and Peter. Yeah, all right. Uh, Peter, can you do me a favor? Can you braid these into one long, continuous rope? I'm going to try to borrow um, the axe, uh, Tira's axe, and I'm going to try to... Uh, I need to... Ha- th- those are thick trees. Right, right. To, I need to split them. I need to split them. Yeah, if
2: you could do that for me, Bash, because I don't know what's going on.
1: Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna try to split both of the trees. Okay, with, with what I have designed in my head, we may need a third tree, but uh, we'll see. Well,
4: I know that the Vikings, uh, the way they built their long ships in making the planks that would make up the ships, they did a process called riving, which is they would radially split the logs. They didn't have like sawn out rectangular logs; they would just be like wedge shaped planks that were actually more resistant to warping and I don't think
1: any of us know that.
4: Oh, yeah, I know. I just thought I'd yeah, throw a random yeah. fact at you all.
1: Okay.
0: Uh, why don't you give me, uh, Bash, I guess, a nature check? Okay. And we'll use that as your basis for knowing where to strike the trees okay. uh, to get the optimal split. That
1: is going to be a 17.
0: Okay. Your first wedge drives into the first trunk. And basically, you split it cleanly across the bottom. So about halfway up that ten, f- or the twenty-foot bowl of the tree, uh, you've got a nice split going. How about the top of the tree?
1: Okay. And so I'm gonna, I'm gonna ask to borrow her second axe, and I'm gonna stick the, f- the second axe into the where the e- where the wedge comes uh-huh. together to hold the wedge to open. hold the wedge open. And I'm gonna continue on down and hit uh, below that part of the axe to begin that to complete that split and continue the axe. I'm gonna use the two axes basically to split this thing in half. Okay. Mm-hmm. Good. Mm-hmm. Um, once I do that, <laughs> okay, um, um, I need basically, um, I need, a uh, 10 foot long plank, uh, w- planks to, 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 to put together. So, uh,
0: given the tools you have, you're basically going to be able to get two planks out of each tree trunk.
1: Okay. So, so we need to fell at least two more trees. I mean, we, we, uh, at least two more trees.
2: What do you mean by two planks? You mean splitting it in half? Yep. But then can we cut, I mean, and then so we have t- 20, it's 20 feet long. If we cut those in half, then we're going to have four, four planks. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And that it, should be enough, well, right?
1: Well, I mean, that's, I mean, we need a craft that's stable on the, on True. the water. So we need something a little bit wider than that. We may need, um, we need something a little bit wider. That's a little bit more stable. And we may even need a stabilizing, um, I don't know what you call them, but on the outside. So, and then we're outriggers, kind of like yeah, how yeah, Polynesian yeah. crafts. Yes, exactly, me. exactly.
2: I'm gonna try it again. Give me my axe back.
0: Tira oh. feels a desperate urge to redeem herself.
2: Eight,
0: uh, 18. Okay, uh, you have now chopped that first tree into four total planks, and you can move on to the second tree if you want. Or what do you? What's your goal? I
2: will. I guess I thought I was. I thought I was trying to fell another tree. Okay,
0: then. I guess the blisters have had a chance to diminish I'm just ignoring a little bit. i the blisters. Okay, so yeah, they pop. <laughs> <laughs> oil runs
4: down the haft of your axe. That's not
0: oil.
2: <laughs> no, it's pus.
0: Another tree falls onto the sand. Try
2: and split that one. Uh, 23.
0: It splits cleanly, top to bottom, no
1: problem. All right. <laughs> All right, and so- One strike. So we have now four planks. Yes, four 10-foot planks at this point, right? Is that right? No. No? What do we have? I just
2: felled another tree and oh. split that one, so we so should have So you have
0: a total six. of six 20-foot long
1: planks. Nice. And then we split those in half. Yes. And then we have... Okay, that should be enough for the actual craft. Gotcha. In the meantime, while she did that... Can you see this? I'm going to make it a little...
0: I can't.
2: And neither can our listeners.
0: <laughs> and I, I will take that, and I'll scan it once you're done fixing it up okay. and we'll add it on Twitter and Instagram.
1: What I'm going to do is um if you look at me, I'm going to take my dagger which is about this long, about a foot long. Um yeah, yeah. And I'm going to um tie a rod on uh, like a, just a branch onto it that's relatively straight, T- tie it together like that, and I'm going to create a bow, right, with a string in the middle, and I'm going to take it and I'm going to wrap my bow around that 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 longer stick that I attached to the thing. So when I go back and forth it's going to turn the knife part of my um of my, okay. of my dagger.
0: So Stackers, he's doing some elaborate hand gestures here. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I wish we had a YouTube channel.
1: Because in- that would
0: be easier to describe yeah. or to show than to describe.
1: I will be um, putting a hole on each side of the plank about six inches in.
0: So you're basically making a drill.
1: Yes. And okay. I'm going to be drilling a hole six inches a uh, thing. And then after that, or above the same area, I'm going to notch out the wood here on either side.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: Okay. Yeah. So
1: what's going to happen is we're going to put a dowel basically in between to add stability between each plank. So there'll be a six inch, uh, there'll be basically a foot long piece of a thing that'll go six inches into this one, six inch into this one to keep them nice and together. And these notches cut in are where the ropes are going to be. So they're not sticking out so they can get the pieces of wood nicely together. So with the notches cut out, the the rope is going to be in between the notch there and we're going to pull those together. Pull them tight. Yeah. And we're gonna pull those tight to to make, and then we're gonna stack the next one next to it, so Got it's gonna it. create a nice. And we're gonna do that in three spots: one on each end and one in the middle, so mm-hmm. we have a nice stable um, plank.
0: Okay, it sounds like a solid plan, uh, I guess. <laughs> and so, <laughs> if what you I, caught all that, what I want to do is ask you to roll. One person, one player, can roll sleight of hand checks. Uh, make that. How many logs are being joined together?
1: Um, if we done, uh, it's gonna be one, two, three, four, five, six, seven logs.
0: Okay. Give me two sleight of hand checks, and that will indicate how well the raft is
1: put together. Luck point. Yeah, <laughs> not my last luck. That's point. That's your last one. Yep. Oh, buddy. That is a twenty mod.
0: Okay. All right. So the work is going along swimmingly, or hopefully not swimmingly. Yeah. Uh, And you're making good progress. And then there's the
1: second roll. Okay. So, was the first roll for the dowels and the holes, and this one's for the rope to put them together? Sure. Okay. (laughs) Eight.
0: Okay. Uh, You do all the stitching with the ropes, and everything looks good to go.
1: Okay. All right. So, now that we've got the main craft, um, I'm going to. Put um, two smaller poles out as like a stabilizer. Where an, are these poles coming from? Well, we're gonna have to chop them down. The poles only have to need to be around maybe about uh, eight inches, or six or eight inches around. Just
0: you can to, use branches off the trees yeah. that you yeah.
1: fell.
2: Oh, yeah, that's true. That's true.
1: And so we're now we're gonna make outliers. And let me just go ahead and draw what our thing looks like. You're gonna far. try, yeah, do a nice
0: a... sketch for the listeners, and we'll see about getting that posted on our social media presences. Yes. Are
1: we going to try and put together a sale?
2: Are we we rowing?
1: (laughs) Well, we're going to have a little bit of both, I think. Peter,
0: just stand up there and hang on. (laughs) Let the wind drive you.
1: Uh, (laughs) I'm sailing. (laughs) Ahoy.
2: (laughs) Out with the wind and the sea and the sky and everything.
1: That is what it looks like thus far. Good. Yep, so you got
0: the little outrigger going. Okay.
1: So now we're going to need another one of these same type of poles, and we're going to split another piece of wood to make a small rudder that's going to uh, hang off of the end, and it's going to look something like that.
2: Okay.
0: So you're making a rudder.
1: Okay. Good. And then now we're going to have to collect some uh, more vines because we're going to be, we're going to be um, vines and leaves because we're going to be making a, a sail.
2: Good night. At least some of their big, giant palm leaves or something.
0: Oh, yeah. They're a palm fronds, but, I mean, I guess you uh, try and weave enough of those together. It's,
1: it's- going to be like patchwork. It's going to be like over, under. Yeah. And, I mean, there's going to be some holes, but it's enough to catch some type of wind. Yeah. Right.
0: If nothing else, you can at least try and fashion paddles for yourselves out of other branches yeah.
1: and, and we do even need, just
2: picking up some of that driftwood, I guess. We do
1: need um, at least two long poles and we're gonna whittle down some of the things to like so we can put some, our hands in it. So like if the wood is like this thick, we're gonna whittle down some areas where our hands can like dig in mm-hmm. and they, they won't move. Just in case we come up to some rocks, we're gonna have to at Hunt least against push, it. Yeah. And push it in case, you know, we, we get um, too close.
2: This is awfully complex. <laughs> An entire episode about building a raft. It's just
1: that we don't know how far we're going to have to cross. And um, if the weather gets treacherous, we're going to be in, in trouble. Mm-hmm. We're going to have to have some extra rope, too, to tie ourselves maybe to some...
2: Some kind of stabilizing. Some, some, yeah,
1: some the logs are of some, you know, just a Thing. so we need another we need a mast there was
2: no boat or anything on the <laughs> shore
1: i just go off on a stroll and i find a fully functioning vessel i'm like yeah. oh hey guys <laughs> now for an anchor we need to find iron ore
2: okay stop and, uh, it <laughs> <laughs>
1: just we need to smelt it and no so um we need um a mast at this point
0: go to do your thing what? can we yeah we're gonna skip that
2: montage some yeah, of this? So, yeah. so do we have it
1: then
0: yeah, we'll, we'll definitely montage Yay! here.
1: You just, you just be as mundane as possible, and the Dungeon Master just gives it exactly, to you. Exactly,
2: yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, so it's a busy morning. You spend about three hours in getting all these pieces assembled, and at last it looks like outriggers are, the outriggers are in place. The mast is up. It's kind of iffy-looking, but... What? It may be enough to, uh, to get you across, and so it's going to take the three of you pushing... To, uh, to get this shifted out to the low water. So uh, choose one of you to make that roll with uh, advantage. Mishi, I'm the strongest. Make that roll with advantage, and you need a DC of 15 or higher. Uh,
2: 18 plus whatever. Yeah. Yay.
0: You grit your teeth, all three of you, and put your backs into it, and... There's a grating sound on the sand, and then before you know it, your little raft is out bobbing in the shallow water of the ocean or the sea. Here, are we actually ready to depart? Do we have all? There's stuff nothing
2: we need? else for us to do here. You have we everything gotta, gathered. We need yeah. Need to press on. Mm-hmm.
4: Do we know how to get to the mainland?
2: Where? Well, get out the map.
0: I pull out the map.
2: Which way do we need to kind of point ourselves here?
0: You see on the map that your little colored streak has veered maybe just a little bit to the east, but obviously you made it to the North Shore. It looks like maybe you have picked the best possible place to make the crossing because due north of where you are on the map, there's a little outcropping of land off the coast of Moraga that actually shortens the distance to maybe 20 to 30 miles.
1: Okay. How fortuitous. (laughs) Yeah. All right. Um, Do we have wind? The breeze is coming from
0: the east, as it tends to do in the mornings. It's about, I'm going to say it's about nine in the morning now. The sun is up. You have been taking periodic breaks to drink water and to sit in the shade to cool down. Let your blisters run down a little <laughs> bit. Uh, but for the most part, yeah, you're, you're ready to go.
1: Okay, so just so you know, uh, we, we're trying to go north, obviously, right? Yes. Yes. We will have to do this. Tack. To get yeah. north, just so you guys know. Okay, all right.
0: Kind of tack in the wind. All right. So let's uh, let's go,
1: let's go. I mean, obviously, sun rises in the east, sets in the west. We know what direction north is. So let's let's, let's go. Let's
3: go. Yeah.
0: Michael, since it was primarily your idea and handiwork, why don't you roll me a percentile die roll?
1: Cold. I need to warm them up. 99%. <laughs> okay. Uh, for There's the
4: first... So damage your vehicle has suffered. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> for the first hour, uh, you're tacking just fine. Everything seems to be going along just great, uh, exactly performing as you intended it to, or at least as you imagined it in your mind. <laughs> Next hour.
2: Just keep them out there, buddy. Just out.
0: Okay. Uh, Maybe you lose a little bit of speed as the wind shifts direction. It's still a B. And it is quite, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, it is getting quite hot out here on the water. There's no protection on the raft's surface. This
2: is not, is this fresh water or salt water? Salt.
0: Yeah. And so maybe you're starting to feel the effects of being out in the sun. Uh, Tira, your fair skin is starting to peel a little bit. In the direct it's sun. peeling
2: already? <laughs> you don't peel until after you've burnt your healing. This
1: is radioactive. Do you want my cloak of protection?
2: <laughs> yes, please.
1: <laughs> okay, so I, I, I let her use my cloak of protection. Okay. You
0: put it on and peel it up. <laughs> There's
2: no peeling.
0: <laughs> put up the hood.
2: Yes.
4: Peel the hood off your skin and onto your head. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I, 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 how many knots do they say we're going, do you think, uh, roughly? Two Okay. Per hour. I guess that's to be expected yeah, for yeah. the kind of craft we have. I just
4: take a whole bunch of pieces of vine, tie them up, in the knot, and just like, dump with all into the water. Fifteen.
1: What? <laughs> what? You're talking about fifteen twain? Or fifteen marks? He's, or tie,
0: he's tying knots into the rope. Oh, I see. Just like, you know, little, little
4: pieces of vine all right, with knots. go okay. ahead. All right. Forget me. Die.
2: Next hour. Yeah,
4: next hour.
0: 46. We're getting tired. (laughs) (laughs) Definitely getting tired. I'm uh, sleepy. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to say it's now, let's see, three hours. It's getting close to noon. Uh, Womber Bass, your little tummy is rumbling. Okay. And uh, you're starting to see that some of the rope that you used to tie is peeling. This is peeling. Everything is peeling.
4: Okay. I
1: mean, hopefully, our, <laughs> our our dowels that are inserted six inches in on both sides will help keep it. Um, somewhat but if the,
2: Yeah, but if the ropes are slackening, then they're. Gonna yeah. What to what we'll hard. do is
1: if if yeah if they start to wear out, we'll tie another rope completely around the whole raft. You're gonna sound and the tie boat. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. 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 yeah.
2: Okay.
0: All right. Sounds give me shit. another
1: roll. Yeah. Okay. 27%.
2: Wow, they are going down, down, <laughs> down. Down, down,
1: down. The raft down, breaks down, apart down. and we all fall in. No, come on. the f- <laughs>
0: <laughs> You notice that water is starting to seep up through the floorboards.
2: Buddy. How am... far are we?
0: Is there some kind of cupped object I can use to
4: start bailing? <laughs> there's no, there's nothing on, hang to bail. <laughs>
2: It's flat, a rat It's a flat rat
0: I'm going to bail nonetheless I'm going to dump the seawater <laughs> back to start
2: in. Shoving the water off the yeah. side ew, 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 He's gross. like I got splinters <laughs>
0: <laughs> Okay um, the, the water coming up Yeah this is really getting hard to manage here <laughs> The water coming through the floorboards Is definitely distracting But uh, Tira as you glance forward You notice land up ahead It's distant Maybe another hour or two of, of this
1: Give me another roll Land ho! There you go. (laughs) We learned that when we were sailing.
2: Yeah, oh did you? You didn't learn from Saturday morning cartoons?
1: 101%. I rolled a 100 and then of course a one. That's a one. What do you mean? Zero, zero, and one. Zero, zero, and one is a one.
0: Oh. Oh no. (laughs) I thought this was a... If it was zero, 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 it would be a hundred. But zero, zero, one is a one.
2: Oh, buddy! No action. <laughs> but
1: that's not a that's not a tw- twenty twenty sided die like uh, critical failure. Let's
0: see, Womber Bash, you are manning the rudder or yes. the tiller? Yeah.
1: Is, is it the tiller or the rudder? Rudder. Okay,
0: you're manning the rudder.
2: It breaks off. <laughs> Sorry.
0: Actually, let's do this. So working
2: against I want something us. What's going to happen in this stinking episode? <laughs> Come on.
0: Everybody, roll- racking. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Do it. Oh no. Everybody, roll me a. D twenty. Oh my god. And the lowest one of you is the culprit. Oh no. It's, culprit of
4: it's what? Not me. Oh no. Not it, not it, not it, not oh it. Oh dear. <laughs> it's me.
0: <laughs> I bet it's gonna be me. I <laughs> bet it'll be me. Yep, it's it's I got dear. a three. Okay. I,
1: I got a seventeen.
0: <laughs> Wobblebash, you are eyes forward. I mean you're you're you've got the look, you, you got your eyes squinted and you're you're focused on the direction. Peter, you are uh, busy tightening the ropes up. Picking my nose. Over by Womber Bash and Tira, I, what are you doing up front?
1: I know you're just picking me. at the rope.
0: Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, you see a li- you see that part of the the vine rope has frayed, and you're just you're pulling at it to get that piece off because it's bothering you. <laughs> and as you pull, it actually goes deeper into the rope, and then you hear a snap. It's only audible to you, but the front logs begin to
1: separate. Not listen, just so we're clear. <laughs> In my design, (laughs) there are ropes that are tied in three spots, not just on each end, just so you know. (laughs) Just so yins know. However, uh, because...
2: It was a a hastily handmade (laughs) craft on the ocean. I had you
0: roll your percentile die on the tying, Mm -hmm. and I I set a a limit of 30. Okay. And you rolled under that. Yeah, it was 27. Yeah, and so... uh, it was, it was, was shoddy slightly. workmanship on the tying of the vines.
1: That was Thane then. <laughs> <laughs> it was Peter who did
0: it. <laughs> so, Tira, you're just uh, you're picking, and all of a sudden there's a snap. and, and You lean forward, and you're like... <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, I am for real. I'm going to be like, bash Peter! And I just I grab him, and I'm trying, trying to pull him back together
1: with my own so hands. So you lay down
0: flat on the surface of the deck, and yep. you're just grabbing onto the logs. I'm trying to
2: pull it in. All right,
1: listen, um, I'm going to dig in my pack. And I'm going to grab some rope and I'm going to have Peter grab the one end and we're going to take it. And as, as we're going in that direction, we're going to take it and cup it up underneath the front of those logs. And we're going to, both him and, him and I are going to come together and then we're going to tie it as taut as we can to hold those, uh, those. Plums <laughs> okay. Together. I'm going to take
4: Tier's boots. A sacrifice must be made again. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Give me your boots. <laughs> Worked last time.
0: <laughs> No, it didn't. <laughs> oh, it didn't? I did. We got attacked by
1: pirates. Those dowels, though, are keeping the structural integrity of this craft. Sure. If they were made with the right
0: tools, absolutely they would. They were made with a drill press
1: and a,
4: <laughs>
0: and much and much love.
2: He, he's really attached to this he thing, is, apparently. He
0: is. Uh, Peter, uh, you're going to dive off of the right side of the craft. <laughs> what does
2: that? You're going to die of... i like, what?
1: Dysentery.
2: <laughs> yes.
0: <Yeah.
1: laughs>
0: Peter, you're going to dive off the right side of this uh, slowly disintegrating raft.
1: What? <laughs> it's disintegrating now.
0: Bash, you are going to dive off the left side, and basically you're just going to run... You're
2: going to leave me <laughs> <laughs> You do <just,
0: you're> <laughs> the, the thing, you,
4: the thing, thing you like. you so, look left and right, and you're like... Oh no!
0: <laughs> and she's like, "Well, fine. If they're leaving, I'm leaving." Bails. Uh, let, let me understand. You want to you want to run ropes around to try and rebind it?
1: Yeah. So where, where, where the front was coming apart, basically. Yeah. So uh, Peter and I are gonna run to each end and we're going to dip the rope in the water so it comes up underneath right uh, here, and we're oh, just holding it. Okay, forget You see what I'm it. saying? <laughs> yeah, I do. And then when we come together, we just tie it. So therefore, what was unraveling and maybe kind of splitting a little bit, although the okay. dowels were keep... Then <laughs> boom. <laughs> is, boom. There, there's a reason for those dowels. All right, here in we go. three spots.
4: Here
0: we go. <laughs> oh, dear. I okay, this podcast. Yeah, so, you're, <laughs> so you're making me do a lot of uh, DM shuffling here. <laughs> So go ahead and uh, dip the rope into the water okay give me another sleight- of hand
1: check okay and remember and this is not like the the rope we made this is our our rope okay
0: rope. okay you're still tying I'm, I'm gauging the yeah, effectiveness yeah. of okay. your knot okay.
1: <laughs> <laughs> what sleight of hand again?
0: it should be with dexterity, dexterity. yeah. <laughs> This promises a lot of fun here. Wait a second! I am
1: going to use. <laughs> should I use my inspiration? Do it. Because we have to stay on this raft. We have a long way to go. Swimming is going to be very, very difficult. Especially, you could th- turn
2: into a porpoise, and we could ride you. <laughs> oh
1: my goodness! <laughs> what have I been doing? I rolled a one. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> no I rolled. I rolled a uh, six. Okay.
0: For whatever reason, you you tie what you think is a, a great knot.
1: Pe- Peter tied it,
0: <laughs> and as you turn around, it's the way you tied it. I guess it was like one of those fake knots. It was that, a slip knot. Yeah, you just you, you tug on or Peter, like catches it with his the toe of his boot, and it pulls the rope right out. And Tira, you're you've just relaxed.
2: Yeah. Oh, Peter! Peter. Whoops! Oh no!
0: And what those do you do? <laughs> I watched you tie the knot. <laughs> The logs began to just Lord drift apart. Yeah, sorry, Bash. You've had a great design.
1: L- listen here, I don't understand. Let me let's go back to the design. Allow me to procure. I don't understand how my pulling at this schematics. one would cause this one to snap and this one to snap. Plus, there are dowel rods in between each one in three spots. I understand all that, but the die roll. I used glue, <laughs> as well from the sap from the trees. I forgot to tell you,
2: he rendered I, pork meat. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
4: no! Oh, my no, 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 I had no, One named Glue. <laughs> yeah, Glue. I know
0: you did. He just you used did. Glue to make Glue. <laughs> I appreciate the devotion to your art. However, dot, dot, dot. Ellipses. The role is basically trumping all of your prior planning. <laughs> In moments, the, the ropes have all undone, and there are a couple of logs floating on the surface of the water, but a couple of the heavier ones have begun to sink, and Peter...
2: I'm, I'm grabbing onto one of the floating ones to try and just kind of arms over it like this, you know? You, you, just hear,
0: you're gargled, wearing... you hear gargled screaming. Peter, you're wearing your adamantine scale armor. Yes, and that is buoyant, yes. <laughs> <laughs> if sinking means buoyant, then yes. Uh, Peter! Peter, you are starting to go down. Uh, give me a strength check if you would.
4: You know what? It's time to bust out the golden die. It failed me. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Peter is going down Samwise style. Ah! (laughs) Don't leave me, Mr. Frodo.
2: I can't get to Peter. He's going down. Get Peter.
1: I am going to spend uh, two psi points, and I am going to uh, bestial form amphibious. So I'm going to be able to um, breathe underwater. He ate the seaweed. And I'm going to go down and get uh, Peter, and I'm going to bring him up to the surface. I am also going to spend... Two side points for feet of strength. How, how many side points did you have left? I had um, six points left. Okay. Two side, I have 38 total. Um, but anyway, uh, uh, two side points for um, feet of strength, so I can hopefully hold on to these two. And I am going to kick my legs like no one has ever seen before. And, of course, because I'm amphibious at this point, just like when I was uh, going after uh, Thump, uh, I've got webbed feet, and I'm just, because of the feet of strength, I'm just kicking, like, mad.
0: Okay. How long does this last?
1: Uh, for one hour. Okay. Yes, one hour.
0: Yeah. All right. The transformation happens under the water. It's like you dive in wombabash and you come up with little gills and webs and stuff, all sorts of things. You grab onto Peter, so you've got him towing behind you. That's going to slow you down a little bit. Well, I did the feet of strength. Yep. Uh, Are you grabbing Tira too? Yes. Okay. So basically, they're both trailing behind you. Mm -hmm. Tira, I I imagine you on your back. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And Peter, I guess you're trying to stay there. I am face down. (laughs) 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 Turn over. Okay. Uh, So, Womba Bash,
1: you are just but certainly they should be kicking with, you kicking with Because well. <laughs> <laughs> I just talk like a fish, and that's how ah, fish talk. Peter's it's actually
0: it. cupping his hands and his feet. <laughs> He's
1: trying I'm to- I'm you're uh, slowing us down. am cupping
0: my entire being. <laughs> He's like hanging straight down in the water. <laughs> okay. <I'm> literally vertical. <laughs> you swim, and just as you think you cannot swim another uh, kick with your legs, they are just dead tired. You lower your feet for that last final surge and you feel the silt of the shore underneath your feet. Let me back up just a little bit. In that hour, you were steering toward a dark blur on the horizon. So to the north of you, uh, you could see a blur. Tira through the water splashing in your face. Every now and then you would lean back Mm -hmm. your head and you were trying to guide him uh, since you have the better eyesight. Yeah. It is... About one in the afternoon, and in the harsh afternoon light, the walls of a large city rise above the water. Even from here, it's possible to tell that the port is still busy, even at this time of day. This is Kamlin, the largest city and most important port in the country of Moriga. So Womber basically you are headed for what amounts to the port section of the city. All the wharfs and piers and docks and things are right here. And so you manage that last little bit, and as you let go of Tira and Peter, you grasp onto the slimy pilings of the wharf right there, and that's the last thing you want to do. You don't want to climb up out of the water. You don't want to let go. It's just something firm and solid. Can
1: somebody help me up, please?
2: Bash, I've got you. I've got you.
0: There is a ladder going up from the water to the wharf. There are concerned-looking people up there, too, so they're reaching down to help you. Yeah.
1: And I'm just going to lay down yeah. on the dock there. Somebody just... <laughs> grab
2: him! Help me! Help me!
0: Womber bash can you give me a constitution check? And I'm going to roll, you. 20 mod, like
1: 23 or something okay. like that. Okay,
0: all right. Uh, there's some mild cramping in your legs, but not like it would have been. And thankfully, uh, you have come to the end of your spell's duration. And so the webbing has receded back into mm-hmm. your skin and any visible signs of your transformation have also gone away. So
2: the people who met us have never saw any of that. Correct. Good. We However. Wanna, we want to keep our secrets.
0: <laughs> uh, let me do a roll here. Okay. Yeah. They pull you up out of the water and you lie in a puddle of your own, the water dripping off of you. All three of you are standing there. Peter. You are tired. Obviously, you're not as tired as Wamberbash, but having to support all that weight in the water. You were doing your own kicking to keep buoyant, mm-hmm. uh, and that was a struggle in itself. Tiro, same, you know, having to keep up and whatever propulsion you could lend during that remarkable journey, you did. But uh, you are all bone tired, mm-hmm. but Wamberbash mostly um
4: uh, so you know there's all the people who are around and they're no doubt wondering what on earth three people are doing turning up out of nowhere in the middle of the ocean i'm like we were we were on a merchant vessel there was a would peter lie like that hang on there was there was an (laughs) error in the construction it went it went (laughs) there it went down sadly we were the only ones who survived
1: error in construction (laughs)
4: Stinkin' Dun Morgan carpenters. They don't <laughs> see all the cracks.
0: <laughs> there are a lot of concerned faces looking down at you, all three of you. I guess, Tira and, and Peter, I can see you sitting there.
2: Yeah, kind of, I'm kneeling and by Wom- Bash's head.
0: I said yeah, carpenters, good. I'm in shipwrights. And Womber Bash, you are just lying there, flat out on your back, staring up at the blue sky. There's a, a chorus of voices there. It's hard to distinguish in your very worn state, but uh, after a bit hands reach down to help you up and you manage to stagger with their assistance into the city there's a discussion with the guards at the gate and they end up waving you through you make your way through some crowded streets it is again the height of the day although it is hot here it's not nearly the same kind of heat as you were facing down in Rahajmanath so people are staying to the shadows but they are still out in the streets conducting business that sort of thing You pass by on cobbled streets, Uh, the streets are fairly narrow, buildings lean in on the street as they go up multiple stories, wagons pass, the lowing of oxen, horses, merchants talking, haggling, people shouting, singing, Uh, there's a musician over here, there's a priest standing on the corner shouting about the, the presence of only one god. Peter, that's enough to get your blood, your teeth set on edge a little bit. I'm going to
4: attack him (laughs) and kill him.
1: (laughs) This is all, you're being hurried along. I will drink from his skull. (laughs) Please tell me we're heading to someplace to sleep. Uh,
0: That seems to be the destination because they bring you to the stoop of a rather respectable looking inn and usher you inside. Yeah, so you find yourself in the common room of a blessedly cool room. The windows are open, so a breeze is blowing through.
1: And... There you are. The I end- mean, I don't care what the cost is. Can you get us some rooms, Tira?
2: Absolutely. Um,
1: Just out of curiosity, how, how expensive is this place? Just out of curiosity.
0: Uh, the innkeeper is actually a dwarf.
1: My brother! <laughs> <laughs> what are
0: you doing here?
2: What are you doing here?
0: <laughs> it's a big city, and this is where the opportunities are. Merwin Goldhammer at your service.
2: Tira Ironstag.
0: Ironstag, Ironstag. And you can see him rolling his eyes back as he's trying to think. Uh, Why we're second cousins. Not done, Moraga. I'm guessing eastern or central Moraga.
2: Yes. Ah,
0: I like to keep up with Dwarven history and names. Uh, I come It's something I do. Because <laughs> I'm a dwarf. <laughs> I care Arr. about this sort of thing. Arr. Dwarf.
2: Dwarf. I come from the Iron Stag Delve. Are you familiar with it?
0: Might have heard of it. Uh, but aren't you all a little far from home?
2: We are, and it's much, it's much too much to go into right now. What we really need is a place to rest.
0: Oh, sure, sure. You look dead on your feet. Uh, especially that one there. He looks over meaningfully at Womberbash. <laughs> <laughs> Womberbash opens his mouth and <laughs> from me <if> <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> He spits up a little water. <laughs> a, a, small, a small fish
2: comes from his mouth. <laughs> We've had a long journey to get here. And that's, that's not even the half of it.
0: Well, let me not detain you any further. I see you have some belongings with you. And uh, let's uh, see I what can we can- I can pay you
2: whatever. We just need to lay down.
0: We can worry about payment later. Go on upstairs.
1: Thank you so much. What time is it now at this point?
0: It's about 1.30, somewhere between 1.30 and 2.
1: If my stomach allows it, I think I'm going to sleep till the next morning.
0: Uh, you determine that. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I'm going to drop a platinum on this guy's counter. <laughs> Peter, go ahead and subtract that from your money. Merwin glances down at the counter and then back at you. His eyes are a little bit wide, but he, uh, he nods and discreetly pockets the coin. And You all make your way up to a room, as you might expect, uh, in a An establishment run by a dwarf. Everything is neat and orderly. The bed looks very comfortable. It's a larger room, so it's got a couple beds in it. And they're large beds. The pillows are filled with down instead of straw. So they're very comfortable. The comforters on the beds maybe a little too much in this heat. They're not full of rocks. What kind of dwarven (laughs) establishment is this? It's
2: like the Flintstone beds. (laughs)
0: But yeah, everything looks very, very much to your liking. And you settle down.
2: (sighs) Tira breathes a sigh of contented relief. (laughs) Peter, help me get Bash over to one of these beds.
4: Nope.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I uh, lift him up and...
2: One under each arm. Yep. Kind of drag him over.
0: Drag him over. He collapses onto the bed and then just curls up. He he, got... unconsciously makes a little nest out of the uh, out of the comforter. <laughs> and so he's just kind of curled up in a little ball, in a little bash ball on the bed. Sounds like a sport. Hey, bro, you want to play some bash ball? Peter and Tira, you do settle down for a bit and catch maybe a little bit of rest. Uh, how are you wanting to do that? Are you wanting to go full rest or? I think, well, seeing as we haven't slept since like two days ago. Yeah, uh, we've, we've and that was
4: been quite a... We've been trucking through jungles, fighting monsters. We saw our <laughs> building friend- Building rafts. Building rafts. We saw our friend die. Um, yeah, I'm going to sleep.
0: Okay. You don't awaken until about the same time the next day. So basically one full day passes. We can add a day to our running tally of time passed in the game.
2: <laughs> been three weeks. Yeah. Uh,
0: you awaken and all three of you get up at about the same time. And Bash, you feel like you're about ready to chew on anything that looks meaty.
1: I'm hungry.
0: (laughs) You don't know if it's your senses that are heightened just because you're hungry or what, but there is a rich smell of food coming from downstairs. Yeah,
1: I do smell food downstairs. I'm going downstairs. I'm going to stumble after him. Same. Make your
0: way down, and the, the common room is... There's a good amount of people in there. It's certainly not anywhere near what the evening crowd must be but there are trenchers. There are bread bowls that are hollowed out and filled with a rich, beefy stew.
1: Oh, I'm, all, I'm down.
2: This is, this is just like something that we make at home.
1: I grab three bowls.
2: Tira just digs in.
1: I mean, We are in Moraga,
0: so.
2: But it's like dwarven stew. Yeah,
0: perfect. Yeah, so you lose all sense of the world around you. Yeah. You're just face down in these bowls of stew, and it is the most delicious thing you've ever tasted. Is there any bread? The bread is the bowl.
1: Oh. Well, I make a mistake and I bite the bowl before the stew is actually gone and it runs all over the table. (laughs)
0: It sounds good. (laughs) Yep. Perfect. Five minutes of dedicated eating and, uh, Bash, you're about ready to find another bowl. Yeah. Basically, Peter, your platinum has covered you for as much as you want to eat. The
2: foreseeable future.
0: (laughs) The drink is excellent. Uh, Nice and cold and refreshing. Mm. Everything is exactly as it should be. And then you hear voices talking in the common room. And one of the voices sounds instantly familiar. <gasps> Whose is it? The library!
3: <laughs> <laughs> the library! Oh. It's this <laughs> way!
0: <laughs> and so I've made contact <gasps> with my crew, and I think they have everything in order. Uh, isn't that exciting?
3: Is this <gasps> a Oh, a You turn oh.
0: around, and there is as little as <gasps> He is sitting issue, on a chair on at a table. His boot is sitting next to him on the floor. He, he's oh. not, not impolite enough to put it on the table. And he's, his little feet are swinging. He's, he's up on the chair and <laughs> it's just a little too high for him. And so his little feet are dangling and he's swinging, but he, they're moving very erratically and quickly because he is just so excited. In fact, he's moving his hands unconsciously on the table, just kind of feeling the wood grain under his fingertips. Is Bakongo there as well? Bakongo is there.
4: <coughs> oh,
0: sorry. <coughs> and there's another gentleman at the table uh, who does not look at all familiar to you. I'm going to walk over.
2: A summary? A
0: Summery's? He is speechless. His mouth, he was about to say something else, uh, and he just pauses and freezes for what seems like an eternity. And then he hops out of the chair. Bakongo is standing. His white teeth are shining through his tortal face. And Asimri grabs uh, Peter around the waist, that's about as high as he can reach, and he just buries his head into you. Peter, my friend! Womblebash! Tira! His hands are on the side of his head, he's just so excited, and he begins jumping up and down. He's just so excited, and Bakongo just kind of (laughs) chuckles. And the other gentleman doesn't really move from the table, but he watches all this with an impassive face. What are you doing here? Why are you here?
4: We have been a lot of places uh we're just we're just passing through but what are you doing here
0: i needed to come here for another of my workshops so i could make contact with my crew i have done that and some exciting things but i, I just cannot imagine having seen you here i was just thinking of you this morning i have something for you oh dear oh yay uh, <laughs> what is this thing? it is outside uh, it, i had to bring them with me your horses what yes meat. the second lives again. They are in the stables. They are ready for you. I was going to try and make contact with you. I did not know how, and I cannot believe the gods must be smiling upon us. They are. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I let me introduce you to my friend here. And he points to the gentleman at the table who is still sitting there with a very waxy, not waxy, but uh, very impassive face. This is my friend Marcus Sugar Mountain.
2: <laughs>
4: <laughs>
0: Marcus, it's glucose g- nice hill. The,
2: <laughs> it's nice to meet you, Mr. Sugar Mountain.
0: He kind of nods his head in the guy fashion, just kind of an yeah. imperceptible mm. backwards tilt to show he acknowledges what you have mm. said, and it's not unfriendly, but it's not welcoming either. Mm-hmm. You you must forgive him. He is very much in his own mind. He is very intelligent, very fun to talk with and to share ideas with. Uh, but I just cannot get over having seen you here. And you can see that on the table next to Marcus is a large book. It's, um you know, if you think antique Bible, mm-hmm. you've got the right picture in mind. It's huge. The covers are heavy. They even appear to be made out of wood covered with leather and embossed on the cover of the leather is what looks to be a stylized mace. And little chips of what appear to be Starstone are embedded in the cover all around the edges of the book. What is this? Marcus doesn't really do anything. He kind of lifts an eyebrow and he smiles a little bit as he runs his hand over the, over the tooling on the cover. But Asimri says, it is a great idea he has, uh, but it is not mine to share. Uh, are, are, are you staying here? For now, yes. We
2: have been. We just arrived last, well, yesterday afternoon.
0: You did? Uh, Let's see, let's see, let's see. He mumbles a couple things. Mm. I am afraid I cannot stay the night. I I would love to stay here in the same hotel as you, but I have pressing things. Uh, So much to do, so much to do. I cannot tell you how wonderful it is to see you. All of you.
2: It's great to see you, too. It's been a long time since we've seen a familiar, friendly face.
0: Where is... Where is Thump? His face suddenly goes very concerned.
2: Thump? We We lost Thump. We had to leave him behind.
0: Oh dear. He sits down again on his chair, which means he has to kind of slip up into it.
2: It's hard to explain. He's not with us anymore.
1: Womberbash is sitting there with his mouth literally stuffed full. His cheeks are out, but his eyes have welled up with tears.
3: Mm-hmm. This is a cruel world. You have my sympathies, my friends. Thank you,
0: Zemmuriz.
2: Tira can't speak.
0: I will tell you what. Like I said, I have things that I must do. Oh, I almost forgot. I am just so overjoyed to see you. Uh what are you doing tomorrow morning? I don't know, I, I guess. I don't
2: know. We're we're trying to make our way north. Um
4: We're trying to get to Kizarro.
2: Kizarro?
0: That is some distance away. All
4: mm. well, the better that you found our horses. I'm grateful for that.
0: As am I. I I was despairing of how to ever find you again. This is a I can only... Yes, I can only ascribe this to the gods. But I have an idea. Could you find it in your time to meet me tomorrow morning at first light in the plains west of here?
3: Could we?
2: (laughs) Tyra looks from Bash to Peter and...
0: Yes, let's do uh, it. Absolutely. You will know the place. The only two trees that stand within... A few feet of each other. If you see outside the city, you will understand. I would say, mm, maybe five to ten miles northwest of the city, you will find this place. Meet me there, shortly after sunrise, and I will have something else for you. Yes, 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 yes. And with that, he reaches over and he grabs the boot, jams it down on his head. He bows to you as he slides off the chair. Somehow he does that. Hmm. Marcus rises, nods to you, and follows behind Isimmeres as Isimmeres leaves. You brought the book with him, right? Brought the book with him. Shoot. Bakongo pats you on the shoulder, Womberbash. Oh, hi, (laughs) Bakongo. It
4: is good to see you again. Are you well, my friends?
0: Yes.
2: Relatively.
3: The gods are good to us.
0: And with that, they exit the inn. You are left to yourselves. You, uh, you have full stomachs. <laughs> mm. You have full rest. So all the points mm-hmm. and things are back. And you have free reign of the city. So the city is at your disposal. This is the city of Camlin. Again, this is the major port city on the southern coast of Moraga. And perhaps the most important port city in the whole country.
3: Wow.
4: I've read of Camelon. their uh, their comedic operas are really quite a spectacle. Really, mm, I've heard of them. Uh, which one have you heard of? Well, <laughs> I've heard of a couple. Um, Wait,
2: he said our our clockwork horses were right outside.
4: They were. I'm actually, going out. So, yeah, first thing I, I'm actually doing is I'm going out. I'm going to find pork meat, the second son of the Lord of the Horses. I okay. can't remember what mine
1: was. <laughs> Brian?
4: <laughs> what was it? You should have written it down. You step
0: out of the inn, and almost immediately there's the sound of voices. It's almost like a babble of a crowd just around the building.
2: They're looking at our horses, aren't they? <laughs> okay. Yes, they are.
0: Uh, as you make your way around to where the stable is. You can see a crowd of people around the stables, and there are just amazed voices speaking. Here.
4: Hey, back off! Back off! Back off! It ain't yours. Don't touch!
0: Don't don't t- 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 smart kid thing! Don't you touch my horse, Womberbash, You see your horse, whose name is?
1: I I can't find where I wrote it down. Blue. No, <laughs> actually, Blue um, was the real horse. Is, are you was ready? He, was it Brian? Yeah, was it? Bruce. Oh yeah, Bruce. That's right. I knew it was something B R. Okay. Burse. Meredith, you see your horse?
0: Valrina. Valrina, named after? My mom. Your mom. Thane, Peter, you see? Porkmeat Second, son of the Lord of the Horses. You got it. And you see Hot Mash. Um. Hot, Hot mash. mash! They appear to be in a low power mode. Their heads are drooping down, their tails are down, and they're not moving at all. But as soon as you move to within about five feet of them, their eyes all light up, and their heads raise, and they begin shuffling around, and you can hear the whirring of the gears and the smell of ozone in the air as the engines inside begin to spin up. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Quick whiff of ozone. Now, <laughs> lamp blazed what was, forth a parallel glory.
1: Mine, mine was speed. Right, I had a, I had a boost button, and mine would. Would, would think yours was flight, Wings. right? Wings. You could glide, basically. Mine, mine literally turned and into a hoplite. And yours turns into a soldier. Literally
0: turns into a hoplite. Yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, great. Got that
0: Kassaran ingenuity. That's right. All right, so you have your horses back. They don't appear to be going anywhere. They don't need to be fed or really maintained in any way, so they're fine here. I fish out a couple of nuts and bolts. <laughs> <laughs> here, boy. Here, boy. So <laughs> crunch. <laughs> Hot mash, you can see the eyes kind of narrow a little bit, and it looks around left and right, and then the eyes begin to dim a little bit. I'm going to pet his metallic, emotionless head. You're welcome to say something if you want to. You don't have to, but
2: I don't know what to do with that. One zero zero one one
4: zero one zero zero.
0: By the way, when uh, when Porkme brought his head up, the little googly eyes went. Spray right, me. he has googly <laughs> eyes. That's right. That's right. Okay, so as you get there and the people realize that these are your horses, they responded when you came close. They begin to mm-hmm. disperse, although there are some longing glances. But overall, you are reunited with your horses, your clockwork horses, and you, again, have your choice of what to do to fill the time.
1: I, I'm going to find a place where I can take a, a bath, and I'm going to trim my hair.
4: I'm going to go see about uh, going to see that new play out. What was it called? Um, The Moon She Dances.
0: (laughs) I like it. What's that one about? Well, it's
4: about a moon and she dances.
3: Ah.
1: Oh, and she's caught up in a civil war. Ah. But it's funny.
0: All right, so uh, Wamberbach, you're doing what again?
1: I'm going to go to basically a barber, but I'm going to uh, take a shower. I mean, t- take a shower. I'm going to take a <laughs> bath, get cleaned up. Okay. I may, may actually replace my leather clothes with a little nicer leather clothes, ah. actually. Um, but I'm going to get my hair trimmed and my beard trimmed a little bit.
0: Excellent. Tira, what are you planning on doing? you just going to accompany him? You can do that, uh. or if you want to stay at the inn, that's fine.
2: There's nothing. This is just a port. Like we we weren't coming here intentionally. This wasn't a destination, right? Okay. I'm like, do we need to be looking for something in this town? No, we don't.
0: You have found all the jewels of Edelin, right? You found all the sacred texts. Yeah.
2: No libraries to get to. Um, I guess I'll just go with Bash.
0: Okay, Peter.
4: Actually, before I start looking for any kind of comedic opera plays. It has been a while since Peter has been in touch with any of his fellow acolytes. He wishes to find some temple to Fasham to reconnect with some of his
0: brethren. Okay, you get some directions to the temple and to a barber. And making your way, uh, you're able to go about half the distance uh, before you need to split up. Peter, you'll be going into the north ward of the city.
4: I'm keeping my eyes to myself and on the ground because in case I see any women, I don't know what I'd do with myself because there are no libraries, or not that I'm aware of anyway. I don't know where I would run to for no safety.
2: blonde paladins. Okay.
0: <sighs> and Tira and Bash, you would basically be heading east into the main market area where there are buildings around a, a market stall area. Basically, you are making your way through an initial courtyard.
1: I have a question. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. So, um, you know, shields are roughly, on average, about this big, right? Okay. What are those little itty-bitty shields that go on your arms that are about this big around? What are they called? Bucklers. Bucklers. Does that count as a shield?
0: I don't think so. Or if it does, it may be limited. Uh, Are you
1: not able to find it? I just see shield. There's nothing like yeah. A, there is uh, no. There's no like previous versions buckler.
0: did have a buckler.
4: I mean, so if shields grant a plus two armor uh, to armor class, I would. I mean, I think Maybe it would make plus sense. One. I think it would make sense for a buckler to do plus one, but I don't know.
0: Hang on, I'm looking it up on D and D five e wiki. It's a small metal shield held in a fist grip. It can be donned and doffed. It increases your armor class by one. Okay instead of two for a regular shield.
1: All right. So it's... And a regular shield costs 10 gold pieces. Would that one cost five? Uh, yeah, five. I think I'm going to try to find a, a buckler. So on the
0: way to the barber?
1: Yeah, yeah. Or at least maybe afterward or something.
0: Okay. All right. So you're keeping your eyes open.
1: My, my thinking is, is if I do rawhide, wearing my, sh- my cloak of protection, and have a buckler, that gives me 20 armor class.
2: You'd be more.
1: Hey,
4: hey, hey, hey. <laughs> You're not allowed to have a higher armor class than I. <laughs> I'm going to go and find a buckler. That's, that's if I find one. I'm going to go and find another shield. I'm just going to dual wield shields. <laughs> you can only
0: benefit from one shield. At <laughs> I refuse. <laughs> <laughs> You're about to split up. You're kind of saying your farewells before Peter trudges off to the temple. You're in kind of an open area. And there, again, there's lots of people moving through here. It's about three in the afternoon by now. When you hear a noise, kind of like a a subdued cheer, and then there's a platform, you can see several figures being led up onto it. Oh, no. They appear to be dragonborn.
3: Mm Mm-mm. Mm-mm.
0: And the crowd presses in around this platform, and it's with horror that you look. You can see that they still have their tails. And somebody up on the platform with them brings them to a rack, pinions them there, and raises the sword.
1: Wait. Stop. Stop. Stop.
0: Whack. One, oh. one tail falls to the, to the platform with a heavy thud.
1: I'm going to mind thrust the person with the like, sword. How many people
0: are up there? There are three dragonborn and two humans. Guiding bolt? I'm going to guiding bolt one of those on. jerks. Womberbash, I'll say you can go ahead and use your mind thrust okay. as the sword is falling. Okay. For the second uh, one.
1: Succeed on a... Um, Fifteen. Yeah, yeah, on a... Uh, what you got, what's the... I've got, you, so I got to see, intelligence saving throw. I rolled a 19. So does that mean he takes half damage? It says, target must succeed on an intelligence saving throw or take 10 1d 10 psychic damage.
0: <laughs> Say that again?
1: <laughs> it says... Save the tar- or... Yeah, yeah, saving throw or take 1 to 10. Okay, G10.
0: so he doesn't, he's not affected by it at all. You feel that surge of music in you, you lean forward, you got the veins on your neck standing out, and you're doing everything you can. You focus, but maybe it's the too many people in the area, but the sword falls and chop, there's another tail. I'm, I'm,
1: I'm going to run over there. I'm darting
4: over there. In the meantime, I'm casting Guiding Bolt on the guy with the sword.
0: Okay. As you're doing that, he is raising the sword for another the third tail.
4: That's like a 22. Okay,
0: that will hit. And I'm going to roll to see if he actually... Okay, he is going to bring the sword down, but you're going to damage him. What the... 14 points of damage. <laughs> I'll cut out the part about him bringing the sword down. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The... Bolt flies from your hand. Now you are a what alignment? Um, lawful good. Interesting. But you see,
2: <laughs> this is unfair treatment of a yeah, of a downtrodden. Is, I mean, this
1: this okay. is a different moral. I, I, I understand.
4: I understand. This would make more sense if I were chaotic good. But like thump. Yeah, we, I,
0: I'm with you. you. You have to think about the effects on your alignment and your standing with Fajam. Hey, this is intentionally harming, wounding, unhealing another creature. <laughs> I, I fully understand. Uh, just think about it. Yeah. The bolt zips from your hand, hits the swordsman square in the side, because he was turned sideways to you to bring the sword down. The turquoise glow surrounds him, but the, the bolt has punched all the way through him.
2: <gasps> Whoa.
0: And he collapses to the... Uh, to the platform, dead.
4: I'm already oh moving. I'm already moving because, like, I make finger guns whenever I cast guiding bolt. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but Peter, I'm, I'm, aim- I'm aiming it at the other guy in case he tries to do anything. Why did
1: you? Why did you? Why well, did you? You didn't have to him. kill him. What else could I do? What? Just to stop him. Okay, how you could get in trouble for this? What we spells, could get in trouble. Uh, what
0: spells could I use? The crowd immediately panics. Uh, let me roll something here. In the panic, you might very well have escaped undetected. It was, a th- like I said, a thickly crowded place. But as soon as the man drops dead, butterflies erupt from your shoulders. What? Flitter straight up and then start circling around you. And flower petals begin to flutter down from their wings and coat your shoulders and the ground all around you. What?
2: Black flower petals or just regular flower petals? Regular flower okay. petals.
0: Uh. And they are basically marking you
1: as having just cast this spell. Oh no! Oh, so the city or town has something that if like you, an
2: enchantment on it. Or it, what if it, it's
1: my armor? I think it's the city. Like if you cast a spell or something, it's gonna mark you. But like like how ma- would maybe that, magic is not permitted in like, this town. How would
4: they? How would they have that? I mean, magic is kind of a thing that no one knows about at the time. You're right. You're right. So it's probably mm. it's probably my armor. But anyway, um, I I don't really I'm, at this time right now, Peter doesn't care all that much there There are dragonborn up there, you, just, he, just you know he sees them as brothers brothers and sisters of thump who are up there who are being persecuted, and um can you hear Peter, can you hear their 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 tails I doubt that, but it, 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 I'm not even listening at the
0: moment yeah um I'm actually trying to make my way up there to see if I can free them, okay, sounds good as this is all going on, people are shouting and terrified some are turning around and seeing this parade of flower petals and butterflies trailing behind you as you move there was no outcry of pain from the dragonborns however there are scents rolling off of them and oh, filling yeah. this enclosed area peter as you get close you can see on the platform first of all the two dragonborns that were cut are bleeding they're all still chained shackled to the mm-hmm. rack uh, but Two of them have had their tails removed and the tails on the platform are slowly fading from the scale colors into crystalline remnants of the tails. Oh no. And that is where we're going to end this episode. Ah!
4: Cause there's like there's like a second dude up there that I need to take care of, and like I need to like get those
0: guys out of their bonds, be like, Be free, my brothers, and you know, let them go. Yeah. So we are going to go ahead and give three experience points each just for the various things you went through this time. And there's going to be some easy pickings here, but let's go ahead and have the Norse battle.
2: Uh, Womber is amazing raft design.
0: Yep. Don't forget to sketch that out in darker yeah, detail yeah. Uh, so we can uh, scan yes, that. Yeah. yeah, great. Uh, go ahead and take another three for that, bash, And for rescuing us from the water. Yeah. Uh, that was my idea. Did you already have inspiration again? I, I did, yeah. Okay, then, uh... Take another three for that. <laughs> Wait, didn't you use it to like try and save the boat?
1: No, I didn't. I, no. I, I, she re- gave me the idea of just turning into a tortoise. Right. So I'm like, all right, I'm, I rolled a six. Thing crashes. I mean, yeah. pull, pull, pulls apart.
0: <laughs> okay. Anything else?
1: I mean, I like that Peter stop. I, I uh, I'm, I'm torn at this point because even my mind thrust wouldn't have killed the guy. It would have just knocked him away.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: I'm a little disappointed that the guy's dead. I mean, so I want to give him points for stopping. <laughs> him for chopping off the third Dragonborn's tail, but I'm, like I said, I'm torn because yeah. he killed a dude. And, Unfortunately,
0: and, 14 hit points on an average human, that's... Like,
2: blows him up. Obliteration. <laughs> yeah. I mean, so, like, I was... How is that even possible? Yeah. I, was, I, was,
0: I wasn't... <laughs> yeah, I wasn't... Yeah. I, I wouldn't have killed if
4: I had any other means, but like I don't have I don't have any spells or ranged abilities or anything. You, like, that. you
1: have could... a small a small uh, bow. I mean, you have you have a, a no, crossbow. No, okay, his
0: crossbow's broken. My crossbow's oh. broken.
4: Like, yeah. and even if we did have a crossbow, what what, what would I have done? Shot him <laughs>
1: in the leg, in or the something? leg or arm or some junk. But he still would have continued chopping, probably. I don't look, dude. If you're about to, if you have your hands raised and someone shoots you in your arm, I don't think you're going to continue chopping someone's leg off your Either way,
4: I just, either way, it was a knee jerk response. Peter would have. I don't think, like, I wouldn't have revised Peter's actions in any way. or perform. Mm-hmm. Okay,
0: that's fine. You played your character. I like that.
2: Peter didn't do anything.
0: Peter, why don't you take two for? Playing your character that way.
4: Now, Tierra, I'm actually surprised that you weren't, you know, like leaping onto the stage and beheading well, she, she couldn't see. <laughs> yeah, right.
2: What's going on, guys? No. Um, if we hadn't, there were a couple of times in there I wanted to interject that I was, you know, like sprinting alongside Bash to get to the thing. And I was, and even after you, um, so like after you killed the dude and, and the, because before, I think it was before you said the flower petal thing. And my thought was going to be, you said that there was panic and that so many people were going to turn on us, basically like, what are you guys doing? You're disrupting this thing or whatever. Um, Because I thought that, I thought, you know, Tira would be kind of more impulsive than that and and more blood boiling and like, you know, get this guy. So I was not necessarily going to condone your actions, but just be like, well, it's done now, you know, and I'm going to turn in and protect Peter. You know, but I didn't get a chance to say any of that because, you know, other things were, you know, it kind of took it a different way. Mm So I, I would I was I would have had your back if it had gone if I had a chance to do it. But. Now
4: another thing I want to point out I'm I'm I think this is going to affect Peter. I mean so he's this isn't this isn't his normal behavior, mm-hmm. but I mean so he's he's exhausted he's still exhausted like even even he slept the for
2: 24 hours I <laughs> know
4: but that, that still doesn't mean that I'm fully rested in at full functioning capacity. I mean we've we've been up and about for two for like two whole days with no sleep. And we
2: slept for 24 I know, but before hours. That, thing. Before
4: that, <laughs> okay. we were up and about for two whole days, marching around the jungles, chasing after. We, we, were, we were in a very high stakes chase, trying to reclaim our friend, but he died. Uh-huh. And we all watched that happen. Yes, and We also saw Rebek go over the side. So that's also pretty stress inducing. And then also just like just all the travel that we went through. And then we got there and we have rested but i don't think it was fully enough to really get peter back into his regular mindset and so he acted on this impulse but he killed another human being that wasn't that wasn't necessarily harming him or any of his act of like his his close friends so i think after this event peter's going to kind of regret it unless something happens that makes him really change his mind but, yeah, I do think this is actually, I mean, right now in the moment, he's not regretting anything. He's like, yeah, I, this is the right thing to do. But, like, afterwards, I think it's going to kind of really lead to some development. question that. Question that, really lead to some development, maybe. We'll see.
0: Okay. Yeah, why don't we go ahead and have the recap here.
2: Tira's way behind. <laughs> uh, Tira is 65 points into level 7.
1: Walmart bash is 74 points into level 7. Peter is 71 points into level 7. All right, great. Meredith, you
0: have some making up the do. <laughs> you just explaining. You, you just got to really...
1: Uh... You should have chopped Peter's leg off, and then I, w- I would have said, look, she gets 10 points for that. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: Peter, don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> That'll stop
0: him. <laughs> yeah, some interesting things going on this episode, and um, a new corner of the world, so to speak. And some interesting developments. We'll see where that all takes us next time here at Stack of Dice.
2: All right. For my great axe, or my great axe, hang on. (laughs) (laughs) Hang on. That's like my reset noise. <laughs> That's
1: the sound mom
4: makes when I she do, re- I do. I forgot oh no, no. it's, like, it's a sound, it's a sound she makes when she
0: reboots. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what I need no. is a little spittoon sound to play yeah, on my yeah, phone yeah. after that. <laughs>